Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast for Saturday. I'm going to call an audible here and do something different from what I said yesterday. Obviously, since we've spoken last, a big major world news story, Queen Elizabeth died on Thursday. I wasn't able to get things in order to be able to do this for yesterday's episode and would have wanted more time anyway. So we'll talk about the Queen today and then do the listener questions. And I want to tell you about Stevie McGuire and her art. And I've got an exciting announcement about that. And then we'll do that uh, all tomorrow on Sunday. How about that? And then as far as the markets go, my goodness, as we talked about yesterday, it really exploded up. So I think we've covered most of the trappings on that. But yeah, big explosion upward in the market. And for those of you with portfolios that you've been hanging on to, I know that you are a lot more happy to see that than if the other side of Uranus's surprise could have happened. So I'm very optimistic that the change of direction certainly is now generally up. Now, let's talk about the Queen. And there is also a video version of this on YouTube. And for those of you who are listening from either one of the territories or the United Kingdom, obviously from me and this podcast, our sympathies, because I know you are mourning and the world is mourning, an era that will never be repeated and is so obvious in looking at her chart. We do have a double A Rodham accurate birth time of April 21st, 1926 at 2.40 a.m. in London, United Kingdom. And that makes her a 21-degree Capricorn rising and a zero-degree Taurus sun and a 12-degree Leo moon. Now, if you've been listening for any period of time, you already get the construct of who this lady has been all of her life. My dad was born about a year and a half before she was, and he was a Capricorn son and had that same just consistency about him. She was so Capricorn in her work ethic, in her mannerisms, in her longevity. She was Taurus in her groundedness, her love of animals and horses, and look at where she chose to spend her final days in nature in the Scottish Highlands, not in town, not at the palace. So Taurian. <laughs> That's Taurus through and through. And then her moon, which is in the seventh house, by the way, in an equal house system chart, 12 degrees Leo, the moon. For somebody who is a monarch, the moon is the people. The seventh house is the relationship area. She had a royal relationship with her people. She was born into it, and they absolutely loved her. Oh, and there's one other, and this is significant as we look into this deeper. Saturn is in Scorpio at 24 degrees. Her midheaven, now her MC and equal house system is in her 11th house, actually. So it moved a house over from the 10th. So she, her whole midheaven, her whole career was about the people. But look at that Saturn, 24 degrees out of 30 in Scorpio. She had a deep, long-lasting relationship with the people. And that Saturn midheaven conjunction, one degree apart, basically, was right on the cusp of that 11th house. 
So it was. Her whole career was ignited around this incredible, long-lasting relationship with the people. I guess there's one other that we should mention. Libra is at the cusp of her 10th house. So Libra in the equal house system is the ruler of her career area. And look at how beautiful she just, everything she did, her dress, her style, her mannerisms, everything was just so Libran from that context. So as she put herself out there as the monarch of the United Kingdom, she exhibited all of these classic points in her chart and did them incredibly well. Now, one other aspect as we get set up to move over to her death chart, and that is that Mars was in her first house at 20 degrees, 51 minutes, just about a third of a degree away from the cusp of her second house in Aquarius. And just on the other side of that line, so these two are straddling her first house, second house cusp, was Jupiter at 22 degrees Aquarius. So let me say that again. At the end of the first house is Mars, 20 degrees. The line is at 21 degrees, 22 minutes. And then just inside the second house is Jupiter at 22 degrees. Got it? So it's a sandwich right there, right on the end of the first house, beginning of the second house cusp. So then as we put Thursday afternoon's chart up, that point right there becomes significant, and that's what we're going to talk about first. Now, one question is, what time did she die? I am using a chart with 2.30 p.m. at Ballater, United Kingdom, the address for Balmoral. Now, I chose 2.30, and here's why. Number one, the family announcement on Twitter occurred at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Add five hours to that. That's 6.30 p.m. local time. Then we saw later that the prime minister was made aware at 4.30 p.m., two hours before the public. So you realize that obviously there is a family that has gathered. There is the whole issue of the monarchy. Nothing they do is basically spontaneous. It's all scripted. So the time for her soul to be leaving her body for them to have the family time, for them to have the monarchy or the royal family time, and then to move the announcement to the prime minister, and then to eventually move it out to the public. I'm guessing that two hours in between her approximate time of death, probably another two hours. And the astrology is just amazing at that time. So it certainly is close enough. So let's look at it. But, but here's the deal. We need to know exactly. And I know there's the London School of Astrology. Astrologers are going to be going after this answer of what time did she die? Because at least that time, I think officially, would be the time of the birth chart of Charles' rule as king. So hopefully all of this will come out. I know there are some really good astrologers that will be trying to find this, but was the moment of her death the beginning of his kingship? I think it is, but certainly could be corrected on that. Maybe he was instilled in the hours before she died. I don't know. These are all things that need to be addressed. But we do need, ultimately, hopefully we'll get an accurate birth chart of the exact time that Charles became king. But 
Remember I just said Mars and Jupiter on the cusp of her first and second house line? When she passed, Saturn, the planet of death, was in retrograde, conjoined right next to the moon at 20 degrees Aquarius, sitting exactly on top of that Mars, right at the end of her first house. Her life could not be more beautifully memorialized by the timing of her death than to say a life well lived in public service culminated with the people and Saturn, her rising sign ruling planet, closing out the first house of her public expression right there. It's almost like, turn the lights out, it's time to go. And the moon, the people, were all right there with her at that time of death, either emotionally, spiritually, consciously, not physically, but they were there. This is huge. The other thing that I thought was significant, if we look up at the eighth house, which of course rules death in the chart, Leo is on the cusp of her eighth house in the equal house system. The ruler of Leo is the sun. The sun is transiting Virgo. For her, in equal house, and you know the reason I use equal houses now is because Robert talks about it being so effective, especially at times like this, that her eighth house would have first eight and a half degrees of it would be Leo, and then it changes to Virgo. The sun was at 15 degrees Virgo in her eighth house. So again, the ruler of her eighth house of death, the sun, was almost at the end of the eighth house. She had lost her mate, her partner, her love, five months ago. Two days before her death, right there, probably not far from the place that she died, she met the new prime minister and once again transitioned the government. And then her soul's journey, which she followed so well, was to turn out the lights and say goodbye. And in Capricornian fashion, she did it without fanfare. On Tuesday, she met the Prime Minister. On Thursday, she met the Lord. And it really is a beautiful picture that right there at the end of her first house, at the same degree each, are the people, the planet that gave her her longevity, the planet that gave her the power and strength that she exhibited all those years, and the power of good luck and fortune that was sitting right next door. Truly, what a beautiful way to go, guided by the stars. We're just going to let it go to black here and remember and recognize and mourn with our friends in the United Kingdom and with the world as we remember the life and the death of Queen Elizabeth II.